When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another FanDor video podcast. This is a really exciting episode for us because... I've been writing to Disney and Pixar for six months, and they finally said yes, so here we go. Uh, welcome, Chris Kelly. Hey, who? Welcome, Bryn. Hey, hey, what's up, guys? Good and to be here. And we have a very special guest. All of our guests are special, but this one's extra special. Her name is Domi Shi, and she directed Turning Red, but she was also one of the writers. Welcome, <laughs> Domi. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> Good to be here. You're at the uh, San Francisco Zoo today, right? Yes. What yes, are you doing there? What am I doing? Yeah, what am I doing at the zoo? <laughs> um, we are uh, doing the Red Pandas. They're going to name one of the Red Pandas after uh, our protagonist in Turning Red, May Ooh, Lee. That yeah. sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> yes. I was very distracted by like how cute the Red Panda was like in, in the background, and I couldn't really focus on it any of my interviews because i'm just like (laughs) listen if you need to daydream during our interview too we give you permission you don't even have to be present for this one either (laughs) i'm in an empty room there are no so there are no distractions so the the, uh uh you know the pandas are a lot more animated than uh than than steamed dumplings um and Wow, a, a film that I absolutely love. So thank you for bringing that to the world first. But I'm I'm very excited to see this one. So Domi, yeah, along those lines, as Chris was saying, how was this story born? Because you not only directed it, you're one of the writers. Where where did this idea come from? Yeah. So back in 2017, um, I was just finishing up like Bow, like just promoting Bow, and um, Pixar asked me to pitch three ideas for a feature film. Uh, and Turning Red was one of them. But all three of my ideas were coming-of-age stories revolving around teen girls because um, I was just a, a, a genre that I, you know, I, I love and I was just really passionate about telling that kind of a story. But Turning Red was the most, I think, personal and I think the weirdest because uh, I pitched it as like, yeah, it's just a Chinese-Canadian girl going through magical puberty. And that's... <laughs> what drew Pixar to it. Uh, they were very intrigued by that uh, that premise and um, and they'd never seen anything like it before. And I think that's what made them kind of lean into it. Uh, yeah, and I think, you know, Turning Red is kind of just me like working through uh, my own experience and memories of that, of that time that, you know, that, that awkward, embarrassing, uh, roller coaster of emotions of being 13, of going through big bodily changes, of like fighting with my mom every day. Um, yeah, and I think that's what I didn't realize you were a part of Bell. I want to let you know that I watched that with my daughter like nonstop all the time, and I look forward to watching Turning Red as well. It's it's utterly fantastic. Yeah, it is. So <laughs> I'm very, very much looking forward to this one. So thanks so much. Yeah, Bell's kind of like uh, like the appetizer to turning red. 
similar. Wow. But. Chris and Bryn, I had no idea you were such a fan of Domi. This Absolutely. is incredible. Absolutely. <laughs> um, all right. Well, talking about you at 13 and so much of this being based on you, you have a you have a subplot in this film, and it's um not to give away too much, but it has to do with a boy band. Mm -hmm. And uh, who did you like when you were 13? What who did you listen to back then? Who did I listen to? Uh, I mostly was an NSYNC girl. Mm. But um, I mean, that's where the like autobiographical nature of the movie kind of stops. Like I wasn't like a huge, huge like boy band fan at the time. But I remember that age, like just being so obsessed with like one thing. And like me and all my friends would be obsessed with that one thing. And that was the energy that, you know, kind of inspired May and, and her friends being obsessed with Four Town in the movie, but I guess my Four Town when I was thirteen was was Harry Potter. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, and uh, and just like I remember just being so obsessed with with the book series and the actors, and me and my friends would like draw fan art and like read fan fiction on the internet, and like that was the glue that held me and my friends together, and that was kind of that thing that I wanted to replicate with with May and her friends and and four town in the in the movie well you guys are pixar you guys are disney there's <laughs> nothing you don't have access to did you at any moment say i'm gonna call justin timberlake <laughs> put him in this movie oh uh, i mean we we sent the invite out for the premiere but none of them came <laughs> oh my god this will be a fun throwback guys Nice. Um, okay, listen. I, 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 I know you don't want any advice, but I'm just gonna give you some. Oh, For the man. next film, put him in. Put put Justin in, and then he'll be at the premiere. What do you think um, of that idea? I mean, I was more of a JC girl. Oh. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, I would definitely give him a call because I think he has like a teen daughter too. So I was also like, I was like, come on, JC. Mm -hmm. Bring your daughter, bring your family to the premiere. <laughs> right. Very nice. All right. So Pixar movies have a lot of Easter eggs. Can you tell us what to look out for in Turning Red? Yeah. Uh, we have all the classic Pixar Easter eggs in the movie. We have the Luxo Ball, the A113 uh, logo somewhere. Um, we have the Pizza Planet truck. Uh, we also, uh, so every film gives a shout out to the next film. So we have a Lightyear uh, Easter egg somewhere. Um, nice. We have a couple Easter eggs uh, referencing some Pixar spark shorts like Pearl and Burrow. Um, yeah. So watch it a couple of times and, and you'll see all of them. All right. So uh, I want to know a little bit more about you personally. You're a storyboard artist as well as a director and a writer. You do everything. There's nothing you can't do. We know. But has there ever been a, has there ever been a desire to create work for an art gallery? Has that idea ever crossed your mind? Oh, uh, mm, no. <laughs> I mean, well, my my dad is a fine artist, and he has several paintings in an art gallery. I just feel like, I think because of the nature of storyboarding over the years, like I've just gotten used to spending like at, at maximum like 30 minutes on drawing yeah. that like, I don't know if my brain, if, I don't know if, if, if I can like, like, like refine and, and work on a single piece of art for that long anymore. And I don't, 
I feel uncomfortable with people looking at my art for a long time and kind of like, you know, like, like staring at it in a big empty room and, and like looking through every single little brush stroke. Like that horrifies me. I kind of prefer like moving images, like moving drawings. Uh, that's, I, I guess that's why I'm more into. It's not the, not the, the, the Ferris Bueller Chicago Art Museum inspection of the Surat or anything like that. No, that's horrifying. <laughs> you, can, you can put them all up as NFTs now. You can put the storyboards up as NFTs, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> that's why Chris is such a great entrepreneur. That's a great idea. Um, talking about Ferris Bueller and other movies, I read that one of your favorite movies is Mean Girls. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Why? <laughs> oh, um, I just love, it's so funny and so quotable. And I think it really uh, captured this, like, wild animal kind of nature of, 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 of teenhood and, and adolescent world and, and high school world, like, with the, with, with the clicks and how... Um, you know how like girls and teens can like act and behave and all of the like negative and positive aspects of that it's just so funny it's just i mean that's the main thing it's just so funny and it has like one of the best villains in the movie like regina regina george is is outstanding and uh, you know I, I i like the darker version of that in heathers oh. uh, a little bit more than mean girls but uh, <laughs> but mean girls was quite good yeah Heather's just like takes it so far. It's it's like funny too, but it like yeah. it's just something. So yeah, but, but, but extraordinarily dark in a way that Mean Girls wasn't at the end, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's <laughs> um, all right. So what's next for you? Are you allowed to like let the cat out of the bag on our incredible interview? Let with the you? panda out of the <laughs> of the girl cage. Um, what's next? Uh, sleep? No. Um. Well, hold on. A along the lines of sleep, let me ask you: What's yeah. the longest marathon session you've done storyboarding? Where you just was there ever a, a day where you work like eighteen hours straight or fifteen hours straight? Oh, like on this movie or just no on when maybe when you were paying your dues back in the day? Oh yeah, yeah. Mm, I remember. Um, yeah, I I remember having to like well. I don't know if I should even say it, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, like, yeah, like working pretty late and then like having to come in at like 6 a.m. to like finish up a sequence. Uh, yeah, I mean, hold on, you just sugarcoated that story. What really happened? Come on, give us the truth. Well, storyboarding, well, making movies is hard, and when you're in crunch time, there's like moments in the movie in, in all movies where like you hit crunch time and you're given like, you know, three, four pages of a script to board in like a day or two days and stuff. And that's kind of where I, I learned to like uh, draw really fast and loose. And, and also the reason why I can't do an art gallery now is because like I used to be able to draw like beautiful hands, but then I kind of had to draw like cauliflower hands because <laughs> we were just working so fast. And I don't know, I think like the, the quality of my drawings have just gone down over the years because of like speed and, and efficiency. But I think overall, like I got better at like uh, just like filmmaking and like seeing the the bigger picture. But 
Chris, I can't do hands anymore, which is very sad. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Chris, Bryn, I'm going to translate what she just said. All right. She had one night where she worked for 20 hours straight. No. And then she slept for about four hours, went yeah, back to work, did another 18 hours, slept for six hours, <laughs> and then she did another 16 hours. Is that right, Domi? What? Uh, I don't know <laughs> right exactly, but there were some long nights and, and early mornings. That's all I'll say. Okay. All right. So you just, you referenced sleep. Are you about to go on vacation? And if so, where are you going? Oh, uh, I don't know. I'm supposed to take time off. Like that's like the, the normal thing to do after you finish a movie is like take time off. I just don't know how to relax anymore. <laughs> do you like massages? Uh, sort of, but I also just feel like, I don't know. Like I, I I'm kind of like, like I'm like, am I crazy? Well, I, I just get this feeling that I need to keep working to have like a sense of self-worth and I need to get over that. <laughs> oh bask, in, bask in the glory of getting I know, I have to bask. Yeah, and I need to learn how to bask and relax yeah. and be in the moment and not just think about like, ah, oh, like what, what, what can I do next? Ah, so. All right, well, let's just end with this. What What's your hope? Uh, what do you want people to walk away with after watching Turning Red? Yeah, um, you know, my hope is that people, uh, you know, learn to kind of embrace the messiness of, of life, of, of growing up and that you never really stop growing up. Um, and yeah, that everyone can kind of, you know, feel motivated to like let out their, their inner uh, pandas kind of. Well, with an 11-year-old girl at home and a 13-year-old boy, I'm looking forward to, to watching this with them and, and letting them kind of soak it all in. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> let me know what they think. <laughs> Everyone, let your inner panda out. Mm -hmm. Do you hear me? Mm -hmm. Let it out. <laughs> well, Domi, normally I end with, because uh, we do so many independent films, I say, tell us your website. How can people get in touch with you? But I have a feeling you don't have a website and there's no Disney way. Plus, baby. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Disney Plus, baby. Yeah, Disney Plus. You can find me on Instagram. Oh, okay. Domi Shi. Uh, yeah. I, cool. I, I, I post doodles sometimes. Awesome. <laughs> nice. My gallery. That's my art gallery is my Instagram. but. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, that's great. All right, Tommy. Thank you so much for your time. Wish you nothing but the best. Your film is so good. It's so charming. And I can't wait for whatever you end up doing next. Thank you. Thanks so All much. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.